What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 168. <gasps> oh, one of the kind of funny games cast as always. I'm Tim Gettys, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hey, everybody, it's me, Greg Miller. <laughs> the Reverend Jared Petty. Doki Doki, glad to see you, my friend. And for the first time, Patreon supporter Oscar Sanchez. What's up, everyone? What's up, Oscar Sanchez? So you spent yeah. the whole day with us. Watch the morning show. Got to do games daily. Now here yep. you are on Gamescast. What are your hype levels? For Life. Infinity War, pretty high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Infinity War, we're watching it after yeah. this. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the show, obviously. Um, I, it, I Honestly, the hardest part was debating whether they're like, oh man, should I should I try to get into Gamescast or should I look into a Game Over Greggy show? Sure. And but I, I just need to talk about God of War. Got to so. talk about God of War. <laughs> no, you came right. in, you no came spoilers. The right Don't worry. Yeah, no spoilers. But if you want spoilers, <laughs> you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games where we put up the spoiler cast yep. with Aww. Corey Barlog. Yep. So hard to say that name every mm, single really. time. It's Barlog. It's just yeah, one word. What do you see with Street say, Fighter, dude? Um, Balrog. Balrog. Yeah. You cannot pass this test. Yeah. And yeah. well, I don't know about that. I'm not one of those fucking Lord of the Rings nerds. You know what I mean? We'll fix that. Yeah. One day. Yep. One day, we'll one day. maybe. One day. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny games cast. Wait, I want to talk week. more about the spoiler cast. It was really good. It it's was really there. good. It's, it's up. up. It's an audio too. It. It's there. It's doing really well. Thank you for your support. Me and Andy, we're talking. We think it's some of the best stuff we've ever done here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I totally agree with that. Uh, you can get the show on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games one couple days early, uh, or you can wait and get it on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games on Mondays when it goes up at nine a.m. Uh, you can get it as a video or as a podcast on any of the podcast services, including now iHeartRadio. Right. So we're officially everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for your suggestions about where we needed to go with all that. And uh, speaking of Patreon people, Tom Bach, Patreon producer, thank you hey, very Tom. much for everything you do. And thank you guys <gasps> for supporting us on Patreon. These are the November people. Ooh, thank right you, November there. people. Yeah, they're coming up. The November people sound like a band from the 70s. The November people? Yeah. 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 They're good people. It also could be a yeah. horror well, movie. Well, there's also the Decemberists. There's the Decemberists. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We got the Decemberists. Yeah. We got the horror movie. Yeah. I just like to think they're the opening November for the Carpenters. People. I've yeah. never heard of the Decemberists. I don't know who they are, but G is a big fan of them. Oh. And she doesn't have any music on her phone except for some Decemberist album. Wow. Huh. And every <laughs> single time she gets in my car... And charges yep, her phone. It's the first, yeah. it's just the first place. song will just that. randomly just start playing, and it's this like super epic like uh, "Eye of the Tiger" sounding thing. It's like dun, 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 dun. and wherever we're driving, um, it makes it ten times more epic. And sometimes it's very inappropriate, uh, but I'm into it. Like, is it like driving to a funeral or something? I mean, just anywhere. It's just like yeah. oh, we're just going to Seven Eleven. Uh, it just fucking nah, plays. Nah. It's just like it just feels very like oh, I don't know. This is unnecessary. That sure, kind of okay. sounds great actually. Yeah. So we have this problem where there's some glitch with Angie's phone where we've taken all the music off it trying to fix this. We've 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 done everything we possibly know to do with it, and it will play the song Abraham, Martin, and John. The, the hippie song, every time she plugs it in, no matter oh. what, we've taken it off the phone as far as we can tell, <laughs> and it still plays. It but doesn't it, matter. It, you, do, are you plugging in with internet turned on? Like uh, LTE or whatever? Yeah, we it'll, are. You know, it'll, pull from your, it'll pull from your library. I wonder if that's what's happening. It's yeah. just grabbing it there. Yeah, I, when I, whenever I go to LA and rent the car to go tool around and do shoots or whatever we're up to, or Columbia even, mm-hmm. like you plug it in, and yeah, it's like I, I will go to Spotify every time, but for every time it opens with Nirvana Live when they were mm-hmm. doing a... a Unplugged. Now, see, I, I believe we disabled even that, but I'm not sure. Huh. I'm going to go back and check again. Go back check Oscar? Again. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, so I've been playing two games mostly. Uh, one of them is God of War. I just finished that. Very excited. Uh, 
very very hyped still about what it. What is your overall review of it? Do you think it think of it as highly as everyone is talking about? Uh, absolutely. I think. Um, but I'm, I'm, full yeah. disclosure. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Full disclosure. Uh, I do. I, I work for Sony, uh, PlayStation. Uh, but I work on like the network side, so I don't actually, I don't have the privilege and the luck to work on God of War or any of the games. Actually, I just don't want uh, it to come up later of like, yeah. oh yeah, I love God of War. The yeah. tens are Good perfect. Luck finding me later <laughs> on. You're, later on, yeah. you're just like, oh by the way, I work for PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm, I'm very much in the camp of like, uh, video games are art, and I mm-hmm. think just like from a technical perspective, the achievement that. Santa Monica Studios and like the directors and artists and programmers there were able to achieve is it, it just makes me experience the game on a different level and uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, but also, I, th- I don't know if it was you who said it, but it's just like if it's, if it's, it was good, it's, it's a game ass game, right? It's like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't it's, it's still fun to play, and yeah. Like, I mean, ultimately, that's like the only thing you really want, and like they knocked it out. Of the well, that's so. the thing about God of War, and I've been so happy with, and again, we won't, we won't do any God of War spoilers. Uh, what I've been so happy with is the fact that. We played it, we loved it, and to see it get out to the public and see yeah. the public love it and hit me up and be like, yep, it was the best superhero fight. Yep, I agree with everything you said. I, I think the game, you know, I'm still playing it. I'm on my way to a platinum. Continue to use the PlayStation, uh, PS4 trophies on YouTube's guides. What up, Brian? Uh, I continue to play it, and I continue to be blown away, and I continue to sit there and go, like, what a fucking game. This thing mm. excels at all points of being mm. a game in terms of story and pacing and gameplay and graphics. So last games cast, uh, I was still maybe like three, four hours in. And you were talking like shit. I wasn't talking shit. I was just saying like, I don't know, this isn't like this fucking game changing experience. And then that all fucking changed. So quickly. <laughs> like, and I, the spoiler cast, I talk about my, my sure, thoughts yeah, a, a yeah. bit more. But uh, yeah, beating the game, it's like, and beating it was like, I was already in love with it way earlier than that. But I, it is really once you start unlocking skills and it's not. The, when the combat's not so bare bones, yeah. Well, I was like, oh my god, I'm absolutely. They teach in love you with the bare bone, the bare bones. They teach you their system, and then they're like, all right, cool. Here's all the seasoning you can apply to yep. it. What do you want yeah. your thing to look like? And that really went a long way for for how much I enjoyed the game. But Greg, something I want to ask you. Lay it uh, on in me. The spoiler cast. These aren't my real ass. Uh, <laughs> in the spoiler cast, uh, you brought up to Corey that you think this might be your new yeah. favorite game of all time. Correct. And we didn't get to really talk about Ooh, that. Sure. Expound. I think this might be my new favorite video game of all time, Tim. Because for you, I mean, since I've known you, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, right? always your easy answer. We've yep. done multiple things. I remember E3 2013, you got to tell that to oh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we did, the, the, did a different thing at IGN that was everyone's favorite games yeah. of all time, and yours was Metal Gear Solid Metal Peace Walker. Solid Peace Walker. Yeah. Yours was Sid Meier's Pirates. Yep. On the PC. Well, that's all connected too, you know. Right. Actually, the well started on PC, but my favorite is the 1990 port by Rare. Yes, uh, for okay. the NES. I remember there was some weird. But it all started there. You have it a little out of order. Is that yeah? At IGN, we did a thing where we talked to everybody about their favorite game of all time. Did a video series, and uh, best friend whose name escapes me at the moment. I apologize. Did paintings for each and every mm. one of us of these little canvases of a scene or something from your favorite game of all time. Mm. And he gave me the Peace Walker one, which I brought down to uh, E3 and gave to Kojima when I interviewed him for it. Yeah. Oh. But even then, it was that Peace Walker, you know, usurped Metal Gear Solid as my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's that's what I, I that's why I keep saying I, I'm pretty sure God mm-hmm. of War is because yeah. I wanted to let that linger a long time. Totally. That's a huge decision to make. And even once I played Peace Walker, I was like, I'm pretty sure I like this more than I like Metal Gear. Like this is gonna, but I wanted to stew on it before I ever got there. But you know, weeks removed from the first time I played God of War, you know, a few weeks now removed from beating it or whatever. Um, it's the same thing of like my love for that game hasn't worn off. The 
things it does so well. The fact it's just a it's a Greg asking. You know what I mean? In terms of <laughs> this is why I play video games. This is what I want out of video games. And it's nice to be in a different spot, if you will, in terms of that, of like to be able to tell Corey that, to be able to talk to the Sony Santa Monica friends I do have through DMs or what have you here and like know that not that you know anybody out there saying somebody saying that a game's their favorite game doesn't matter but to be able to be in the moment and be able to tell people that on a grander scale it's meant a lot to me of being able to pay that forward whereas like you know now with kojima you don't even want to talk about metal gear because you know it's a sore sore spot from Mm -hmm. it it's like a breakup so you don't want to get involved with it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i i think it's going to happen i think it's going to be it i i love it because it was so out of the blue you know Mm -hmm. what i mean we talked on games daily today about uh a kid wrote in and was just like why does everyone think Red Dead's going to be game of the year? Like, why did I, and like we were running, you know, like you just expect Red Dead to be great. I expected God of War to be great, to be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, even before they announced God of War, you're like, oh, Sony Santa Monica's working on another God of War. I'm like, it'll be good to play at least. I hate Kratos, yada, yada, yada. They show this, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's a cool take on it. I wonder if he'll play, you know, you play the two hours of it. You're like, all right, that was cool, but to get it and still be amazed and impressed and not know what's coming, it, by the end of that game, like, you know what I mean? It's so awesome to see people now catching up. And like, this is not a sport. Well, I won't even say it. You know, uh, uh, Michael Jones even mm-hmm. tweeted out last night that he got to the end of the game, like where the game tells you you're driving to. And he's just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? To see like, not to say he's jaded, but to see an industry that I feel is full of a lot of jaded people coming away and be like, holy fuck, this mm-hmm. game is awesome. Yeah. And have it not yeah. be one of those things where, it's me on Podcast Beyond saying, all right, this Sony exclusive is great. And everybody else is like, all right, yeah, but it's not that great. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, it's, very, it's very rare that a video game so prominently uh, advances the state of the art. Mm-hmm. I mean, video games, even the best video games, tend to rely, much like the best films, on tropes, tools, and formulas that we understand as mathematical constructs that makes a lot of sense. Every now and then, we're privileged to have something that marks before and after. And it's very apparent that we have that with a few things in the in the last couple of generations. I think Breath of the Wild will probably be remembered uh, for some of the things it did in that, advancing the state of the art. And I think God of War, just undeniably in terms of storytelling and in terms of its strange combination of minimalism and bright, proactive ideas, yeah. likewise is doing the same thing. When those moments happen, they should profoundly affect us. Uh, it's it's kind of delightful. I think it's neat that a game that's largely about growing up has this strange metatextual narrative in our industry where we realize it's helping the medium grow up. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What I love about it is two months ago, I played Celeste, and I was like, I'm going to be surprised if this gets beat for my game of the year. Uh, and I, I do think at this moment, God of War would beat it. In my mind, but I think that they are very you close. Love mountains, uh, a big fan. That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> like, man, Journey. Mountains. These guys is a big, big fan. Uh, I fucking love mountains. Yeah. Um, but uh, Celeste and God of War are very similar to me in the sense that I feel like both of them take their not even genre, but style of game, small indie platform or 2D game, and giant AAA 3D adventure. And I feel like they treat those buckets. With the most respect I think we've seen ever. And like it's it, with Celeste, it gets more complicated because of things like Nintendo and Mario and all that. But I feel like Celeste, in terms of pacing and in terms of post-game content and in terms of adding a narrative that matters to uh, a 2D platformer and mm-hmm. all, it's like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that. I feel like God of War does all those things for 
a big AAA 3D adventure game where it's like mm-hmm. talking to Corey about it, it's like there was no microtransactions. Yeah. You know, there is no bullshit DLC plan. There is like all of the things, it's single player content. There's no tacked on multiplayer mode. It's like, and, and in addition to having a great story, there is so much post game. There is so much uh, side quests that feel like they're worth doing. Similar to the strawberries and stuff in Celeste where I'm like, there's nothing that's here just because they wanted to add more game. There's stuff that's here that's because it, they wanted these this are to be choices, po- choices, and it adds to this entire experience. And like, it's not like things like the Riddler stuff in in Arkham, where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm so glad you're saying this. I'm so glad you're making this comparison. I had a discussion just the other day with with a friend who was making the point that he thought that he was comparing God of War and Celeste in much the way you are, and he said that in his mind, five years from now, when we're looking back, or ten years from now, when we're looking back, Celeste may have aged better. Uh, and that's not to take anything away from God of War, which is a historical video game. We, we all recognize that now. This is something that's changing everything and that will obviously remain fun. But being a AAA game, it is inherently going to be tied to the limits of its generation. It will always be compared yeah. to it, much like we look back at old baseball players and their records and we compare sure. them to the people around them. But their batting averages or home run averages may be lower than people from a different era. You look at God of War 10 years from now in, in the PlayStation 5 era, and it might appear graphically primitive, yep. even though right now it's the best. Whereupon Celeste could never, he pointed out, look better. Mm. There's no way to make Celeste look better than 100%. it already does. Wait That's until an, Celeste 2. Yeah, <laughs> until Celeste are right. Super yeah. Celeste. Yeah, it's like it, we always talk about, right, of like uh, NES and SNES games are in a way timeless. Yes. Whereas you get to an N64 PlayStation 1 generation game, you're like, okay, yeah, I remember this looked way better when I thought it, when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. There's this, Art has that strange power to it, and yet we don't know that. That was just mm-hmm. his prediction, and I think there's some some merit to that. There's, I think there is merit to it, but I also think that, that we're, the generation we're at with the PlayStation 4, because uh, you were talking about N64, PS1, right, and then jumping even to PS2, and then we got to PS3, and I remember that was the point where it's like, all right, we're, we're HD now, and it's like, can it really look better than this? And then you get to the PS4 era, and you're like, all right, now we're getting to a point where it's like, it with the HD consoles, which at, at this point is like a silly thing to even say, but uh, with the AAA consoles, HD consoles, they... Uh, are at a place where art style matters. Yeah. Like the graphics are all there. It looks fucking great. But I feel like God of War has an art style with the graphics potential that it has on the PlayStation 4 that mimics something like Breath of the Wild with mm-hmm. the limited power of the Switch. And I think that in 10 years, we're going to look at God of War and not be like, mm, it's not that good. I think we're going to be like, they really made smart decisions to make that game. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. The, the, that it also has a really well thought out art style. That the way to tell a great art style generally is that you, after a while, you stop noticing it mm, and yeah. until you yeah. have something throw it in contrast. And God of War feels like that. You're like, this is beautiful. And when you go, why it's beautiful, you're like, oh wow, they did this, they did this, well, they did that, this. And then even playing it, like how areas look different and they use colors different yeah. in the game. You know, I mean, like game moment to moment, section to section. Our you know three doesn't look like our ten necessarily, mm-hmm. and also like thinking comparing it even to something like Uncharted Four that is gorgeous as a video game. When you look at it and like the level design, the way things are laid out, the way there's crates and the way there's all those stupid moving blocks or whatever the fuck sure. they are that you have to use to climb things, it's like it's so video game in design where it's like I feel like that stuff isn't going to age well. Mm-hmm. Whereas with God of War, 
the different um, doors and things being colored differently, whatever, it feels like that has a place in the game world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, oh, video game doors glow blue. It's like, no. Everything in- with a yellow edge is something you can climb or go Yeah, exactly. You. I feel like God of War made no, really good decisions. By the way, I don't know if you guys have listened to the, the Easy Allies spoiler cast. No. Hate them. Won't listen uh, to their stuff. But there's, there's a moment where oh, Corey right. Barlog says something about why certain things have a visual uh, solution to it, why mm-hmm. things look maybe with a yellow tint or something, and it's that the, his answer to that blew my mind. So, and I, if you guys haven't heard it, you really should. What is it? Tell us the answer. Uh, just paraphrase. Wow, I, I it's, just, it's a big spoiler. Okay, I'll tell you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> but no, remind the, me to tell you because it's actually a really an amazing answer. That's that's really powerful. I I do tend to agree with you on on what you said there. What what it seems to be the consensus around the table that this is more Chrono Trigger than uh, than Final Fantasy VII in that regard. Uh, you know, you, the, both extremely historically important games. Chrono Trigger remains artistically and gameplay relevant. Final Fantasy VII, people are very excited to see it remade for a reason. Yeah, uh, and it's not just they want to play it see, again. They're, what, they're, I disagree with you, Jared. And this is something that comes up all the time. People are like, oh, Final Fantasy VII's ugly. I think that Final Fantasy VII's look, even in the overworld, you're just going around and like the, the polygon look, I feel like that is timeless. I feel like that look that that game has is similar to when we look at games on the Super Nintendo and, and how if, they are. If it were more consistent, I might agree with you, but Final Fantasy VII has three distinct art styles, all of which are not used consistently within the game, even within the same contexts, where you've got kind of the weird like weird Popeye muscle, narrow arms, and then you've got the more realistic CG renders, and then you've got the cartoony, but they are used, they're not used consistently between those. Final Fantasy VII is an extraordinary, extraordinarily imaginative game, but I don't think it's artistically consistent. Um, I'm I also so triggered d- right now. Huh? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so triggered. No, right. so I, I, think think I, I think that that's true about something like Final Fantasy VIII where that game tried to look realistic. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, the only place it tried to look realistic was in the like anime-looking drawings. Well, and a lot of the cutscenes shoot for that, too. I mean, they, don't forget, there's some that are more CG, and then there's some that are... Okay, that's fair. And that's what that I'm talking fair. about. I said there's a lot of... And sometimes scenes will be acted out by the pixels, sometimes they'll be acted out by one set of models, sometimes by another. And I think that combined with, with kind of the musical inconsistency of Seven and the fact that, I mean, we are living in a material world and I am a material girl. It's yep. a good, you know, there's a lot about that game <laughs> to like, but Seven is story and gameplay wise touch and go in places. Uh, there's a, It's a game ripe for a remake. I doubt people didn't want a remake of Shadow of the Colossus because there was much wrong with it. They wanted it because they wanted to play it on the new consoles, first and foremost. And it was already beautiful. I think people want to remake it 7 so that it can be consistently beautiful and they can fix the things that were wrong. Uh, but the you want to build a game around the best parts of your memory with 7. Whereupon Chrono Trigger, there's no need to remake Chrono yeah. Trigger ever because it can't get much better. And I think that's that's I think God of War falls more in the Chrono Trigger camp. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like for the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, people are going to get what they're not expecting um, in a way that, like, if, if you were to remake Chrono Trigger today, uh, if you if you remove, like, the, ro- the, the, the turn-based fighting aspects of it, I feel like that would be a much more... I, I feel like the turn-based fighting was so essential to that game. Mm-hmm. It really added a whole level of, like, well, you're dealing with, like, time and things like that, and, like, well, time... is place part in turn-based fighting yeah uh, and to me final fantasy 7 turn-based fighting also is such a key moment or a key part of that game mm-hmm. that 
it seems like in a remake they're getting rid of that. It's gonna be doing, an action game. And it's, it's gonna it's, be Kingdom Hearts. It just it, it isn't Final Fantasy VII for me. Anymore. Yeah, I, I I sort of agree with you, Oscar, but I also think about what you got with um oh and now my I'm blanking. Sorry, uh, Crisis Core. Uh, which mm-hmm. is Final Fantasy VII with effectively a very simplified action with setup. With a Kingdom Hearts gameplay yeah. style. A and, simplified and Kingdom Hearts That's why not style. a lot of people talk about Crisis Core. Crisis Core is fucking dope. I, I'm with Tim on this. But Crisis what if, really what if you take away the story of Crisis Core? Like, what if what if they just gave you Crisis Core with, like, the Final Fantasy VII turn-based ATB fighting? Hmm. I, I think I'd rather still play... Well, some of this may have to do with it being on a handheld, but I yeah. think I still would have preferred the way Crisis Core was done. I don't know. All I can remember is uh, when I think about Crisis Core, I just think about, thank God I'm playing Zach, so I don't have to listen to Cloud. But yeah. um, <laughs> that's, that's... Oh, man. I, I love it. Dude, yeah. Crisis Core, shout out to Crisis Core. That game, I game. fucking love it. And it sucks that it's one of those one of those games from a generation that we'll probably never get to play again. Like, that lost mm-hmm. on a PSP... Uh, I don't even think it was ever even downloadable. I don't think I don't I think, think that it, was before that. Yeah, I don't think it's on like my. I have a PSTV hooked up still for mm-hmm. capture reasons, and I don't think it's on there. PSTV. Yeah. What's that? PSTV. You Is it the that? Vita TV? Thing? No. Yeah, the Vita TV thing. PlayStation TV. Yeah. yeah okay. It's a Vita yeah. TV thing. S- same thing. Yeah. But then you can you can't play PSP games on that. Can you? You can have some downloadable like old PS One classics and things. Got it. Like that okay. The classic and, stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, but no, I Crisis think, Core is not But there. some of the PSP downloadables, I think, are available. The ones that are available on Vita, I think, are also available on mm-hmm. there. Because I have some of them, I'm pretty what sure. What we got here, Big Greg? I don't What's know. I, Andy was nice enough to offer to make me coffee, but then forgot all about it. So I had to go get the coffee. When I got there, there was this box that I started to open. It looks like video game related, so I thought I'd oh, open it Oh, it's exciting. What do we got here? I don't know. You guys what didn't makes have you to think do it looks video game related? Because I looked through and I saw an Xbox like Metal logo. Game? <laughs> I right. tore it open kind of easy. I'm very excited what might be inside this. All right. Is God of War your game of the year so far? So far, yes. And uh, like you, Celeste is a close second. Um, just yeah. because of how strong it is from a story point mm-hmm. also. Yes. Okay. I'll let you know. It's going to be what we played, then the ads, and then it's going to be E3 predictions. That's all we need. Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, Everybody. Xbox One. We got a Player Unknown. A loot box, great. <laughs> yeah. it's a nice Is there looking Xbox one, one in there, you no think? No way. It's not heavy enough? It's not even not at the weight. I just don't think that. Why would they send me an Xbox One? I don't know. Why would Why would they? they send you that? Oh, well, they got the Miramar stuff dropping, right? Mm-hmm. So we got, a, we, got a, we got a big old backpack? It's an empty box. I see. <laughs> it's snakes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got that. Okay. Got a little a knapsack. Do you want a new coffee? No, I got it. I got it. Thank you, though. You want a new warm one? No, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Excuse me. What do you think we got here? Gilly suit? Oh, great. We got some grass. Grass in well, the Well, that's what I was, I was being afraid is going to do that thing where it pops out and it goes everywhere. Pa! I want like a frying pan in there somehow. That's what they sent in the first thing. Oh, okay. I took it home. <laughs> I used that frying pan. <laughs> what other games did you put up there in the game of the year conversation so far? Uh, So far, so I really liked Far Cry 5 before I realized it wasn't for me. But uh, I think it looked really cool. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? You really liked it before you realized it Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The first, like, I don't know, four to five hours of Far Cry 5 were, like, super fun and super cool to me. And it's like, shit, this is such a big world. And uh, I got, to, I don't, well, I don't want to say too much of the game, but, like, there's a point where, like, you go to just a different area. So and, you like, went to it, area two? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, damn, this is so cool. But I don't, I don't want to keep doing this anymore. So then I stopped. Uh, but I, I really appreciate it. For it's an actual it ghillie suit. It's a real ghillie suit, everybody. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was going to open up into a picnic blanket. No, they sent a ghillie suit. Well, you should put that Don't on top of the Captain that. America. 
and be like real nomad. Like a lot of work, Captain America into the ghillie suit. I need to go around that. Yeah, I think that otherwise probably the wiser call. So yeah, so Far Cry Five, you yeah, it's just uh, so I I actually recently beat all the seasides to Celeste. Jesus Christ, which was real gamer seaside. over here. That's insane. Did you beat Cuphead? I I know I did not beat Cuphead. Fake, I did not. I'm beat sorry, Cuphead. he's a fake gamer. Yeah. Fake gamer, gamer, dude. I don't gamer. know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily the seaside the seasides are actually really short. So yeah. Uh, so I basically played like one a month <laughs> until yeah. Until I gave up. <laughs> uh, that's impressive. I oh, got a license plate. I do. I'd show you the license plate, but it does in t- fact have a redemption code on it. I assume for the. Hold on, let me write that down. Miramar. <laughs> well, no, is the Miramar map free? Miramar isn't that the first map? No. Best not to risk it. New map. Yeah, maybe it might be for a copy of the game. I'll investigate and let you know. Okay. I also got my little PUBG water canteen there. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna throw away all the glasses. I'm just gonna drink out of this now. Okay. That sounds fun. Let's fill it with a cloak. Another thing you can wear under your shoot, under your suit. Good call. For the movie call. Is there any other games that any of you guys have been playing that you want to talk about right now? No, because you yeah. lied to me. I told What's you that? I would do homework last night. I, I've been sitting on these two <laughs> Batman episodes, uh-huh. four and five to play. Yeah. And I was tired last night. You know it. I went home. I worked hard here, but I would have done it for you. I would have played them both. Did I lie to you? I said we're going to talk about God of War. We did. Yeah, and then you just asked anything else we played. It was well, really just an excuse to have a segue. Well, rather than listen to him grip out, yeah, I have a couple. I want to throw in real fast. Uh, first off, um, I've been wanting to advocate for Minute, uh, a game that I was delightfully surprised by. Uh, I bought it on an impulse, hopped in. It's like 10 bucks, available on practically everything. It's not on Switch yet uh, mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. But have you played it? Mm-mm. You played it, Greg? Mm-mm. Oscar, you played it? No. Nope. Okay, so this is 10 bucks well spent. Uh, minutes a very simple game with a great gimmick. Uh, every minute you die. Uh, oh, you talked about this. Yes, a little bit, but never on Gamescast, okay. uh, and that's why I wanted to advocate for it. It's the kind of game that I want people to make more of, a self-contained, wonderful, content-rich, but still bite-sized experience, uh, the kind of game that, that I really like to support. And that's why I wanted to evangelize for it a second here. It's uh, nominally a 2D top-down action game, but really it's almost... It plays like an action game. It's really fast-paced, but it works like an adventure game, like a, uh, a point-and-click adventure puzzle-solving thing. Mm. And you're, every 60 seconds, you must die. And so everything you have to do in the game, you have to accomplish within each 60 seconds. When you come back, the world's still changed from what you've done before. All your items are sitting next to your house, but you're running out and doing another thing. And you kind of wonder, well, how far can that go? They do some really ingenious things with puzzles, using that constant death mechanic or rushing for it. Because when you die, you have a house, a home base. And you can establish new home bases, but you got to make it from one to the Mm. next. And then they link the worlds in really interesting ways. There's a lot of great humor. There's this part I just love where the the whole game, again, you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. And there's no penalty for dying. You instantly respawn. But there's this dude you find, like a turtle... And he's got this vital piece of news that you need. But everybody else in the game talks super fast. But he's just talking. like, And you're watching your like life count away and hoping he'll finish. It's really clever stuff like that. And then there's a post-game that's surprisingly involved. How long is the game? Uh, what's that? How long is the game? I finished it in like two hours okay. uh, before getting into the post-game. And apparently it's like two layers of post-game beyond that. 
Um, but I've heard some people say they played it for as long as like five or six. I've seen the, the trailer for it at one of the shows we were watching. Uh-huh. Thought it looked awesome. Uh-huh. Why is it not on Switch? Uh, I don't know. It seems like the per- I thought for sure it was a Switch game. I thought I saw it in Nintendo Direct, the trailer for it. As but then when it dropped, I read all the release dates for it and it wasn't was there. I'm like, eh. No, as far as I'm aware, it's uh. on everything but Switch. Well, but- not uh, like that, but like that, I was like, that sounds like such a great handle. Because for me, at a service level, it sounds so much like Half Minute Hero, uh-huh. which was a PSP game I right. fucking adored. Yeah, and I would, and so like I would love to play this, but it feels like, as I it's always at say, least two times as good. It's published by Devolver Digital. It's it's so I think there's a good chance it would end up on Switch. Yeah. I don't know what tools they used to build it. I don't know if you know. But it is available on your console. It's available gotcha. on PC, and it's don't wait for Switch. Just play it. It's really good. I want to. I have so many other things to play on the PlayStation Four. Well, why not? And just, they're already looking me in the eyes. I sit there hunting fucking ravens. It's a two. Battle. It's a two-hour game. Like which is about I just told 120 you. minutes. You heard it here first. There, there we go. go. Well See, done. Dude, yeah. Math. Yeah. Talking Tim <laughs> math. All right. Check so now I read there. through the rest of the stuff. Uh-huh. This is a press pack to promote the Miramar stuff coming now. The new map to PUBG Xbox One. This is a code. So Miramar, second map, already available on PC, Correct. now available on Xbox One. Well, they're testing I'm right now in, in May. It'll come out for everybody. Okay. Do you do you need a code for PUBG? Uh, you, you, can, you can give it to someone else. Right, I'm going to turn okay. the license yeah. plate around. Uh-oh. And then you guys got to zoom Enhance. in. Enhance. You, you have to Enhance. zoom in at home and find it and go. Enhance. Try to get that PUBG mirror. I like Oscar right. peeking over it like Wilson from Home Improvement. Look at that. <laughs> like Heidi Ho neighbor. And That's and right. You, Jared, you also played one other game. I did. A game play. on the Wii U. A new game on the Wii U. A new Wii U game. Ladies and gentlemen, the seminal classic, Lay Aside God of War. It's time for Shadow Archer. Shadow, Shadow Archer. Archer. Yeah. So Shadow it's a game on the Wii U. Yes, they still make games for Wii U. Why? They do. We don't know. They do still make games. For, I imagine these are things that were already in the production run. They're just like, why not release it? We've got it there. It is ninety nine cents, hmm. and it is almost worth every one of those pennies. Almost. <laughs> almost. Um, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, Shadow Archer is. I'm kind of delighted it exists. I can't decide if it's brilliantly self aware. Or absolutely atrociously inept. Mm. Um, I think it's the first. I think it knows exactly so what it is. The difference between Too Fast, Too Furious, and Fast Five. That's a, actually a beautiful analogy. Yes, uh, it, it's uh, it's a lovely, lovely little game where you play an elf at the bottom of the screen using either the uh, Wii U gamepad or the Wii Remote, which I use. Um, to nerd. shoot spiders that look like they were rejected from a Color Dreams second, uh, yeah, Color Dreams is the company that made the crappy NES games that weren't licensed. Okay, yeah. it looks As like you know, a, it course. looks like How a Color Dreams game. Okay, and so you're fighting green spiders, red spiders, and flashing purple faces that you shoot arrows at, and then they kind of run into you and you die. They're, you're a shadow. You're like supposed to be like a drow, like a the dark elf. Mm. And it's a one-screen shooter. Its only music is a eight-bitish rendering of a public domain classical music song. At least that's all. Like Flight of the Valkyries. It, it, no, I'm trying to remember what it is. Uh, I it is the it's the only Nintendo game I've ever seen where you go to the official like manual. I went and read them because there's also a ridiculously thick amount of backstory for this one-screen shooter, um, which again makes me think it's all deliberate. Yeah, but it's written like recursively so it's all terrible lore writing sure. but it's also like it's got like a spell at least one spelling error in the nintendo manual 
So I, which I've never seen. Uh, they're generally very, very careful about that stuff. So I don't know if nobody cared or if it's just a giant joke. Um, but for 99 cents, just as a curio, Shadow Archer kind of deserves to be. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. Mm, you have to experience it for yourself. Your life is going to be fine if you never experience Shadow Archer. But Oscar, you going to get on the Shadow Archer? I'm too busy. You going to bust out your Wii U? I mean, yes. Like you're assuming that I do. You I, own a Wii I ever U? put it away? Yeah, I, I do Good. have a Wii U. You're one of the 13. Now I keep us. I keep mine well, plugged in. Where else was I going to play Smash? True. So. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good things Soon, to play on Nintendo Wii U. Switch. So there's that, and uh, but I thought it was free, and then the day I download Shadow Archer to play it, a new Wii U game is released. Another one. Another one. So you just yeah. not out yet. So God. I don't even know what you look like. Unlimited ammo. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea oh, what's going man. on here. This is rather spectacular. And I gave Greg my copy of uh, Wild Guns Reloaded. Wiener Dog and I got a Wiener play. Dog and a Flying yeah, Saucer. He's a big fan of the Wiener Dogs. Yeah. It's kind of fun. you like Flying Saucers. Huh? Who, doesn't? Who doesn't like Flying we'll Saucers? We'll need a review next week, Greg. Okay. Of that, of that game. Uh, but until we get there, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by, guess who, Greg? Blue Apron. I love Blue Apron, Tim. Tell me about Blue Apron. If you didn't know, Tim, Blue Apron sends you meals to your house with pre-packaged ingredients and step-by-step instructions. Mm -hmm. You go down the instructions, you assemble and make the meal, then you eat it. Yeah, right. Like like Captain Wow. That was a good one. one. Uh, Last night, I made General uh, uh, General So's chicken. Mm. Uh, It was very good. And I, Blue Apron is one of those things that I love because here, I always say this, ladies and gentlemen, of course, if you're an audio listener, you can, you don't know, I'm not reading off any paperwork here. I just legitimately love Blue Apron and get it every week. Uh, What I love about it as somebody who loves to cook is that it teaches me new ways to cook things, but it also lets me get on autopilot to an extent. Came home exhausted, three shows last night, an interview with a newspaper and a whole bunch of stuff behind me. I was done. Uh, Jen and I rock, paper, scissors to see who would end up cooking. And we went to game four. It took a long time to get a winner oh, yeah, on this man. one because we all love the rock. Uh, rock paper, scissors, then I lost. Just... So I went over there and I had already picked these three meals for this week. I already knew I liked what they were because I picked them. And then to sit there and see that thing of just, it's going to take you 20 to 30 minutes. Perfect. And you just follow the instructions. You don't have to get ahead. Of, I'm usually a guy who likes to lay everything out ahead of time, have everything chopped and ready to go. If you just follow the instructions, it's built so that you never have something burning or do anything else. Yeah. So no overcooked awesome. situation. Exactly. Nice. I'm like running around. Portillo's on fire. Three different meal plans, Greg. There's the two-person meal plan, the family meal plan, and the wine plan. I, I do the wine pl- I do the wine plan as well. Yes, that is 100% correct. That is a plan. I pay for the wine plan. Yes, this is true. Use it. We drink a lot of wine in my house. Who doesn't? Exactly. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash gamescast. That's blueapron.com slash gamescast. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Thank you, Greg. Oh. Oh, that's what I was looking for. It uh, felt so right. It is. Yeah, I love Blue right. Apron. I ain't afraid to say it. I love taglines. Oh, yeah, no, that's just me. Uh, the, we're also brought to you by Pro Flowers. Ooh. So here's the deal. Mother's Day. It's coming up. Right yeah. around the corner. I'm Ooh. not sure exactly what day May 13th. It is. It's in May that 13th? ad you're about to read. May 13th? <laughs> yeah. Does it say May 13th? Yeah. That's because I didn't know either. The no. way I did mine oh, was yeah, this. Oh, it does say May 13th. There it is. The way I did mine was this. Uh, you, know, you know what mothers, you know what, what's coming up? Mother's Day. You know what mothers love? When you don't forget Mother's Day. Because <laughs> I've call. forgotten Mother's Day before, Ooh. so I will give you the same PSA. We are helping you right now. Mm-hmm. Use the Pro Flowers thing. Book yep. them in advance. And you're done. done. Never That's all you got to do. Pull you the truck over right now, Ted. Buy the flowers. Go Big to proflowers.com. Proflowers.com. You click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and use the code KFGAMES. So proflowers.com, code KF Games. What will that get you? It'll get you 100 colorful blooms 
with a free glass vase. Now, if I know your mom, and trust me, I do, she's going to want one of those glass vases. She's going to want at least 90 of those 100 colorful blooms. Those other 10, that's just bonus stuff. What's did anyone take thing? the flowers home last night? Yeah, Kevin did. Oh, yeah, Paula loved yeah. them. Loved oh. them a lot. Uh, with fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and unique vases and accessories that mom will love, Pro Flowers has everything you need to get your Mother's Day shopping done for all the moms that you know. Uh, there's a whole bunch of moms. Hey, hi, you're hey. not a mom. Huh? You're not Hello. a mom. You. That's what you yelled out. <laughs> <laughs> Proflowers.com. Go to the blue microphone in the upper right corner and use code KFGAMES. Free vase, huh? Free vase. All your vase are belong to us. All nice. your vase belong to us. The Pro Flowers. Nice. A if, better way to if flower. You're blooming. You're blooming. <laughs> That's, we'll work on it. That's, we'll work that's on it. Maybe next week. Like don't forget Mother's Day. I think it's Don't forget Mother's Day. Pro Flowers. Don't forget Mother's Day, Ted. Yeah. All right. Now, Cool Greg, this is a time code thing. Cool We're Greg, about you to do time code more this. crazy E3 predictions. We didn't a finish couple, them last time. A couple weeks ago. Oh, there was a whole bunch of oh, yeah. them. I don't think we're going to finish them today. There's, wow. there's, I got pages on pages on pages here. Pages. Did you see this episode of Gamescast, Oscar? Yeah, I saw it a couple weeks ago. So right. a couple weeks ago, we went through Reset Era, had this thread of just like crazy three predictions. So I, I got a whole bunch of them from different people, and okay. I want to go through them with you gentlemen and see what we think. If we think it's going to happen or not happen. Yeah, predicts it makes them fun. I don't know what's going on. Cool, Greg, when you're done making them notes, can you get me another one of these guys? Oh, my God. Two beer, Tim. Two beer, Tim. Tim, wow. you have to be in your right mindset oh, trust me, for Avengers be. Infinity War Night. We are hours away. Okay. Hours away. Parama says Ninja Gaiden collection. <gasps> Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 with blood added back in. Ninja Gaiden 3, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. All of them together on PS4 and Xbox One. I would pay $39.99 for that. But do you, do think, you think it'll happen? happen? You know what? I'm going to say 45% chance yes. 45%? Do you think, like, where would that even come from? Where would that come from? Yeah. I'm pulling that out of my butt. Yeah, but, but I feel like Ninja Gaiden's been kind of forgotten. Exactly. I, I feel like it hasn't been forgotten for long enough. But if you were going to forget Ninja if you're going to bring Ninja Gaiden back, if you're going to test the waters, but what better way to do it than a relatively, relatively low impact, like, you know, you're not going to have to put too many resources into a remake. Mm -hmm. so just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Those games, well, fairly linear. Yeah. Just reskin them, make them prettier. You know, you can do that. Not a chance in hell. Happen. Waste of money. Next. It's, not, it's definitely not a waste of money. People love those games, but I, I think it's not little, enough to make it viable. Not enough to make it worth it. A collection of them? Yeah. Oh, people love know, Ninja. Man. Re like, a, if it was like a crazy, I don't think we're going to remake, but if it's like a Devil May Cry collection style thing of just the games together. Greg, you and I lived through a world where one in three video games had ninjas in them. I mean, that was that was life. There yeah. were ninja everywhere. The glory ninja. You remember that? No, so there was remember Oscar, are you there for the ninja? Of course. I think I, I that guess. it is not very far to get from this, the world that we live in right now to a world where ninja are everywhere again. I still think that, that with Metal Gear gone, there's room for like a Tenchu reboot that would be freaking amazing. Uh, I want ninja back in the well, public eye. I guess. Like, so let's, let's, let's get off the crazy train for a second. Just put our foot on the platform and think. All right. You're talking about getting back to it, right? Yeah. There's the rumors of Onimusha coming back. Right. There's Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. There's Messenger. Full mm -hmm. disclosure, my wife doing PR for them. Mm -hmm. That's three. We got three kind of ninja e games right there. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're getting your wish. Maybe we are going back to the golden age of ninja. At which point, someone will say, you know what? We do need to put the ninja golden guidance age. back in. Oh. I just feel like if you sat down at a pitch meeting with the right dev and the right publisher, and you said, here are three known properties that still have a lot of recognizability in the community. There's still things people know about, 
and it wouldn't cost you all that much yeah. relative to what you spend on a AAA game to remake these, and we can pretty much guarantee we're going to sell this many on this budget. That's the kind of project that can get greenlit. Okay. And that's why I think what it'd the be possible. Been up to? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, they're Techno Koei, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Dynasty Warriors and all that crap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Some yeah, Hyrule yeah. Warriors. Which, again, kind of a, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ninja Fire Guide and Hyrule Warriors. I'd play yeah. that. Yeah. Ninja yeah. Guide and Hyrule yeah. Warriors. <laughs> All right. Jet Jaguar says Retro announces their game. F-Zero. <gasps> that is, no. You get one or the other. <laughs> retro and F-Zero together, that wouldn't happen. Although, that would be so good. Yes. I think they would do a great job. I, I mean, even Sega did a great job on GameCube with uh, F Zero GX. And the did you ever play that one? Oh, what GX? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best best F Zero game, and the story mode in that was fantastic. Gave Captain America, I, or not Captain, Captain America. America. Whoa, wait a minute, everybody. Gave Captain Falcon a like fleshed out story, and it was hard as hell. Yeah, it was like CG and it had yeah. Like, yeah, voice acting, anime and as like, fuck. Yeah, cool. And then they made an F Zero anime, and that was weird. I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember much about the story at all. Oh, it was cool. It was very cool. <laughs> Everyone's always talking about making a, a Captain Falcon third person action game. I'm into that idea. Is everyone always talking about that? Yeah, or, yeah, dude. Everyone. Okay, just making sure. Just, mm-hmm. sure. just call it Falcon yeah, yeah, Punch, yeah. and that be it. Like, let, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> just a brawler. Have you yeah. Are you about everyone? That? Is that is that something that happens that, at your yeah. pizza yeah, parties? Okay. I feel like it'd go like Star Fox, where you know the the Walker parts would just be him actually walking and be like, "Those are the worst parts of the." But see, but imagine game. this. Listen to me for one second. Bayonetta, but with Captain Falcon. You know what I mean? He's a bounty hunter. He's I, going I, around. Fucking people's days up. I don't want that. I mean, I want, you know, Nintendo's doing more and more mobile games. I just want a game called Falcon Punch where I've just got him on one side of the screen and I tap and I punch things with Captain Falcon. He just goes, Falcon Punch! Every it's time. Difference between me and you I do it hundreds <laughs> of times and then I never play it. That's again. cool. Tell me about your microtransaction plan for that. Uh, for that game? Yeah, how are you going to monetize on your different mobile? kinds of punches? Oh. All right. Different Hawaiian. things you can say when you punch. Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> Hawaiian Punch, exactly. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Hawaiian Punch. Done. You just got an yeah. easy sale. Easy and then sale. right there, you, you you got some product integration. Sure. You got some mar- you got cross marketing going sure. on there. Make that's money a- on both sides. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you know, wow, Falcon Punch. Wow, goodness. Donkey Punch. Admiral Woofington <laughs> says, we get a release date for Cyberpunk. No way. I don't think so. Not too soon. Really. I think we might get a time frame. A fall 2019. I do, I do yeah. you think we're we not get... going to get a date. You know what I mean? You think we get a full-blown trailer demo? What's happening on that side? I think we're seeing a demo. Yeah. Yeah? Where yeah. do you see it? Xbox. Xbox, yeah. Mm, That'd be yeah. huge for them. That'd be yeah, a great it one. It won't be PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It has to be Xbox. They'll pay for that. They'll make that shit happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I don't. I feel like they just recently said that. Oh, they just got the other studio, right? CD Projekt Oh, Red. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they bought yeah. up that other one. So I feel like they, they basically just said, like, hey, now we're really ramping up. So, yeah, yeah. I, that's why. I mean, I don't know if you were just throwing out fall 2019. I don't think. Oh, I, no, I'm just throwing. I'm saying, like, sure. in terms of like, if they do give a date, it's not going to be an actual date. So you're saying you'll like get that. a year. But yeah, gotcha. Cor- yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. But didn't they just come out and say that this was kind of being targeted, maybe past this generation? This generation. I mean, they've said a lot of things, and some they of said some beep on Twitter. Languages. Remember when they went beep on Twitter? That they was a big deal. Beep. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think they're ready to talk about the game. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think they said the. They didn't say it, but they're like. Potentially, it could be on cross-generation. Okay, like, whatever. Yeah, and that's what vague. makes me wonder about whether or not we'd see an Xbox. Well, as you know, the new gen- consoles are coming next year. Right around the I heard corner, man. I heard about it. Uh, gonna have, yeah, it's going to be a pack-in. Cyberpunk 2099. Oh, wow. Get it with every Xbox. Wow. Stubborns says, Stubborns. we see Ken Levine's game. Oh. Wow. And, I mean, let's start there. 
That's doable. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, sure. Their whole point of doing that, right? When they reform or when they, you know, laid people off and made it a small group, we want to make games faster. Okay. Yeah. It's been enough time for you yeah. to put out a smaller indie independent narrative driven game. Ken Levine, go for it. I think he, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen. And he's a ghost story. Is, is that what their studio is called now? Is it? I don't know if that's what they reached. If they changed. That's their what I remember thing. it being. Oh, my apologies. Okay. Ghost. Was it ghost story? Ghost. I don't uh, have my phone. I can't uh, do any checks. Yeah. The only thing that would make me wonder about this is that I figured they'd wait till at least spring to release it. And that makes me wonder if this is too soon to show it. Mm. And that's know. my one thing, too. Of I guess, no, I can see Xbox doing it. I was going to say that, like, all right, cool. If it's a smaller game from Ken Levine, that's great. But like, that's not PlayStation side anymore. But Xbox's whole thing last year was like, we're going to show you 35 games right now. And they yeah. ranged from being really big to really small. And I could see him coming on and talking okay. there. Yeah, that does make sense. You're yeah. right. So there's more here. We see Ken Levine's game. And it's game of the show. Huh. Even with Cyberpunk present. Huh. I think that game of the show is such a weird thing for E3 anyway that I, I'm never going to predict game of the show. I, I really enjoy awards. I enjoy hype. If there's a less meaningful award than E3 game of the show, I can't think of it. Really? I oh, don't yeah. know, man. I think game of the show really means something. I think really? when, when Titanfall 2, when, when Titanfall 1 was announced, like that was the game of the show. You know, and like, uh, what were some other ones that, that have happened? Yeah, Witcher was game of the show. Spider Man, and uh, yes, like there's certain things that when they when they happen, Horizon. Like, just keep going. Just keep and yeah. all, and we're, we're talking about a bunch of good games here, but it's not like they came out in a vacuum, not surrounded by other good games that were sure. Saying. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like at that point you're effectively rating. When you rate a game of the show, you're rating a slice and you're rating marketing. Awesome, well, you're just rating a trailer. Exactly, mm -hmm. and that's I don't think that means much. I think it means best buzz. They still put it on the box. Basically. Oh yeah, like the it thing means that everyone. It's to me, game of the show means it's when you're walking around E3, what everyone's talking about. It means sales. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I'm probably spending time griping about game of. The, I want game of the show to exist. I'm not trying to take away from from the legitimacy of the award, but I don't think it actually has a lot to do with what you're going to get in your final game. So I don't want to try to predict game of the show because so much of it is marketing driven if somebody comes out with for a spectacular trailer for a pretty good game that can win game of the show mm -hmm. but that's what e3 is right it's marketing it is marketing <laughs> event. it is to a point uh i think there's more to it than that i mean yes it is largely marketing driven i, I think e3 is if gdc is game industry summer camp then e3 is kind of game industry church um you sit down and everybody gets really wildly evangelistic and mm -hmm. hyped up. It's mm -hmm. almost like a Pentecostal service for a few days. And and then every, you go home and you just kind of go, wow, this world is amazing. Sure, you go, and you go home and you preach the word. Exactly. You go home and preach about all the games you've seen. Some of that's marketing, but some of that is, to go back to that Tim Gettys dumb, some of it is just good hype moment. fandom. Yeah. See, I think the E3 is the Super Bowl commercials mm. of, okay. of the world, where it's, it's the only part of the Super Bowl people are actually interested in, you know? No, people do care about the Super Bowl. I was trying to come up with the grossest thing I could say E3 is, but I, just, I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> Once I started thinking of 18 year old as a like adjective in the front, I was like, I gotta stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just never use 18 year old <laughs> as an adjective. <laughs> no, Lucrito says Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One gets a trailer and a release date for this year. No, no, no. Kingdom Hearts, man, you ain't trying to fuck around with that. Yeah, <laughs> they, those need to be separated a bit. Yep, yeah, I agree. But do you think there'll be a seven remake trailer? Yeah. I think we're Oscar's overdue. Not so I, don't, I don't. I don't think so. I think like they have so much. Uh, like actually, they just came out. With, I some report. It was either yesterday or today saying about uh someone talking about the 
how they basically had to restart the game. Yes, yeah. I, this didn't make it on the Roper Report, but I heard somebody in the KFGD questions today being like, did you see this thing on Reset Air where they were saying CyberConnect yeah. got a reset? Like they interviewed a bunch of like, That's developers new, on though. the game. That was a couple months ago mm-hmm. where no, CyberConnect It was a couple got... months ago when it happened, but like they're interviewing people about it now, mm. and like they just like, yeah, some guy was talking about it. and uh, I feel like if they're still in that mindset of like, yeah, we, we had to restart... Uh, I don't think they're even ready for a part one, even if it is a multi-episode kind of thing. No, uh, I would love to see it though. Me too. Just because I'm not sold on the combat, but I just I want to play it because it's Final Fantasy. You don't need a game to show a trailer. Um, you just need enough of the game to slap a trailer together. Well, that's what the, that's what the PS3 did, right? When uh, with the tech yeah, with demo the, and the thing. You need a demo for this game. You can't just show another trailer. Well, I wonder, I mean, if if Square's mission is to say Kingdom Hearts this year, Final Fantasy coming after that, if, if their goal is to wow you, the fan, and the investor at the same time, look what we're coming out with and look what's coming next. Man, what? And the narrative becomes Square Enix is on the ball. Look at that. You, you throw in a little extra Final Fantasy 14 and 15 stuff and we're like, what a show Square had. Yeah, that, all you have to do is show a trailer for seven to do, make that happen. True. Depending on what Sony has, I think that there's a chance that a Final Fantasy seven trailer makes its way into. Does Square Enix have their own thing this year? No. Mm. Okay. No, they don't have a standalone conference or not. They had one a couple years. They ago. They had one last year. If God is kind, yeah. they do not this year. <laughs> it, it's usually like in the same <laughs> realm as like really the PC <laughs> gamer <laughs> oh, things and all that. Oh, okay. So it's like a weird side thing, but mm. yeah, I, I haven't heard they're going to do one. I doubt they will. Um, Puppeteer remastered. Fuck off. <laughs> Switch getting a proper trophy or achievement system. No, uh, and if if it did, it wouldn't be at E3. Exactly. It'd be at the on, that'd be part of the online system later on. Yeah, that would just be a direct out. to itself. Of like, yeah, hey, we're gonna a bunch of quality of life fixes, and yep. here's one cool for you, mm-hmm. Jared. This is probably for you. Oh, here uh, we go. Uh, what, what obscure? Maybe eight bit. Age Atari. of Empires four full reveal. Oh, um, I mean, this E3 would be the best stage to do that on that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, it, if you want to bring prominence back to that franchise, so I have no inside knowledge at all around this, but it's it would be a wise move for Microsoft. Uh, it's nice when we see a Microsoft first party game pop down, and this is something they own that's still got. I mean, those games are great. So yeah, why not? Um, especially if if they could, you know, Xbox and One and Windows Ten exclusive, you know, drop it down. Yeah, why not? Uh, sure. What do you think? Anybody? I have no idea. Did yeah, y'all yeah. ever play Age? No. Yeah. Did you Did you read a uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels? No, I did uh, Jason not. The Schreier book. Yeah, the Schreier book. Uh, oh wait, wait, the Jason's book. Okay, I did read that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was a section there about the like uh, how they like pivoted from Age of Empires for Halo Wars. Uh huh. And uh, I just I couldn't see them ever going back to Age of Empires now, just because of that chapter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would love to see it. I I mean, I'm gonna I'm kind of tired of Civilization, so. Yeah, I, I could see that working. It'd be about the right time. Those those four X type games and mm-hmm. tactics and strategy games just be nice fit for them. And then his last one is Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake for Switch. I don't think we'll ever see that. I think Paper Mario Thousand Year Door Virtual Console is an inevitability yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we'll get a remake of that. A new Paper Mario game might make sense. It's too soon though, right? Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with the with the Mario RPG series because mm-hmm. like it's it split with the Mario and Luigi and with Paper Mario and then eventually they merged them, but like no one likes that. It's been a mess lately. It's been yeah. a mess, and I yeah. feel like they need to fix that on the Switch. They can't have a shitty color splash. Yeah, well, that's the problem with Paper Mario is like they got rid of the, all the RPG stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Mario and Luigi, those games are actually like pretty decent. Yeah, um, some of them. 
Superstar Saga is still good. So you should play that. It's remade now on yeah. 3DS, Jared's favorite console. Do you want to hear some anger behind that? Jared's favorite console. The yeah, 3DS? I don't understand the 3DS hate. I don't get mm. it. Mm. Why do you Why do you hate something that hundreds of millions of other people love? Why are you the way you are, Jared? No, he I, loves I love it. it. I love it. it. I'm no, hating. He's on the it. hater because I don't want to carry it. No, no, no yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's all right. I just don't understand the inhabitants of Vita Island crapping out of their handhelds. I appreciate that. Yeah, Vita Island doesn't need your. Don't worry about what's happening on Vita Island. All right. I live on Vita Island. Do you? Yeah. What's last Do you? What's last I got, game my, you I got my citizenship on uh, Vita Island. Uh-huh. A lot of people have been sleeping on Vita Island. What's happening over there? Don't you worry about it, all right? A lot of weird anime games. A lot of weird, <laughs> weird anime games. Sega Dreamcast themselves says, Twintel announced as the arms rep for Smash Brothers. Not a chance, but that would be awesome. In a cool world, I can see them doing something where the arms rep for Smash Brothers is kind of like... Uh, Bowser Jr. Where you switch characters. Where you can, like, there's a bunch of alts that, that yeah, change yeah. through. Because, yeah, like, they do have their a lot of their own, like, similar moves and stuff. But, like, because of how customizable it is, a lot of it is just visual. So, I think that'd be cool. Hi, uh, can I just piggyback on the last topic and say I just like Paper Mario and Smash Brothers? That's been an ongoing thing. Of, it's surprising that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, he, he'd be kind of delightful in that. Because he have his own moveset. Exactly. Yeah, he'd be ridiculously fun to do. Imagine if you could like turn him sideways and make him disappear when you were playing multiplayer. That'd be cool. Like, I mean, even if that was his uh, block, like like yeah, yeah. The dodge roll or whatever. Yeah, it'd be freaking great. The Great Destroyer says, "I think we'll get Grand Theft Auto Five announced to launch alongside Switch Online." Oh, oh. Hmm. no, but oh, <laughs> I do think we'll see Grand Theft Auto Five on the Switch. Yeah, I don't know. If it's gonna have online capabilities, yeah, the switch. I can also see them just like having that be a separate SKU or something. The switch can certainly handle GTA Five. Uh, I do think that gets complex because you look at how some of the features of GTA Online work on last gen hardware, and some do not. If you were going to do it, it would probably limit it to more of the old gen hardware stuff than the new. But so much of GTA at this point is GTA Online yeah. that I, I don't know. I don't have an informed speculation. I, I, I just don't this. think it'd be any three thing. Period. Mm. Rockstar stays so far from E three. Nintendo Direct, be. though. I know, but I mean, still, it's going to be their E. It's still going to be their Nintendo Direct E three Direct. Like that's part of it. The other thing with GTA Online coming over, because you know Rockstar wants to put it everywhere, and this game just keeps selling. Yeah. With GTA Online in particular coming over to Switch, though, even if it's capable of it, you have to... I mean, think about how hard it is to read text on, in Doom on your handheld mode of Switch. When you get into GTA Online and the way those menus dig in, like that's going to be a bitch to try to read on if you were trying to play handheld somewhere. Hmm, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I don't think it's like I don't think it's past anybody to put it out and be like, deal with it. I also yeah. don't think it's past they want to try to redo the UI. But I, I don't see I don't see Rockstar really seeing it as a lazy port. Like they're they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna yeah. make sure it's legible. They're I putting mean, with their LA Noir, right? They went in and and changed a lot of things to work better on the. Yeah, the I feel Switch. like they wouldn't spend all the dev cost of making LA Noir if they weren't practicing or gearing up for sure. something like GTA. Sure. Yeah, I mean the game's obviously—it's obviously extraordinarily portable. So I, I could see it working. It's already appeared on five different platforms. Yeah. Why not put it on Switch if you can? Dust says Sony announces their own battle royale shit fest. Um, no way. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see him doing it. Old school crazy PlayStation PS3 where it's making random ass <laughs> shit. Sure. For, yeah, of course. Mag. Yeah. Mag. Starhawk. All that stuff. Sure. 
PlayStation is such a sweet spot right now. Guess what? All the first parties are making awesome shit that mm -hmm. is selling well, and we don't have to worry about it. And everyone's playing the third party stuff here. So you go. We, we got Fortnite going well. Maybe they bring Fortnite on stage and do some kind of weird exclusive mm -hmm. item packing thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they just announced like the. I don't remember if it was Rust or H1Z1. Z1, H1Z1. Uh, yeah. yeah. The the beta is coming out soon, so yeah. I guess mm -hmm. they probably don't want to divide more players from like Fortnite and that. Yeah. Devil May Cry 5 is PS4 slash PC, just like Street Fighter 5. I definitely can see that happening. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, well, just think about it. Like, with PlayStation and Capcom in, in their history in the last couple mm -hmm. of years, I, I see that as a likelihood. Yeah, um, it works. Because I, I feel like the having it on PC thing, it, it doesn't ruin the game like a lot of fanboys think it does. Sure. Uh, I think Street Fighter 5 had its own problems. Peace, being on PC as well was not one of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Monster Hunters came out, and that was on everything. Not PC. On, that, I'm sorry, that was on Xbox. That was on Xbox. Is what I meant more. But of. was on mm -hmm. PC. No, but it's Not coming. Yet. Yeah, they're working on that. Okay. But again, yeah. I can see Sony doing the reverse of Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. You know, mm -hmm. grabbing into both markets if they think they can make it work. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I just don't. I don't think so. That's my prediction on that one. I just don't why see not? it. I just don't see it. I think you want to get Devil May Cry Five or whatever they're calling it or whatever they're going to do to everybody. You want that in everybody's hands because you're trying. Mm, mm. Sorry. I was even I was questioning the PC thing. I don't think there's a chance DMC fives on Xbox. Really? Yeah. Did the collection come out on Xbox? The X, as far yes, it came out on both. I okay. still think that DMC five is. I think Sony's paying for exclusivity on that mm. one. Mm. I think that's going to be like Street Fighter five. That makes sense. I don't mean insult Devil May Cry. I just don't think it's a big enough deal anymore. I think that they're going to act like it is, and I don't know that it, it will be. But I, okay. I I feel like that's the type of thing of. Like Sony needs like some like a lot of big shit on their their Stage, conferences yeah. because they've knocked it out of the park the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Devil May Cry is that type of thing of yeah, we got it, and this is the only place you can play it. Okay. Like okay. they got their first parties locked down, but if third parties like having those big exclusives is important. We'll see. And all the rumors have pointed towards it being although those, the rumors were wrong. They said it was gonna be a PlayStation experience and that didn't ah. happen. So I mean, regardless of platform wise, I'm just so excited that it seems like it's it's so real and so close. <laughs> I've been waiting for like a double like I'm, I'm like if you look at the the error thread or anything, it's like hundreds of pages of people like just wanting it so badly, and like, willing it into existence. Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like maybe it wasn't happening, and then like so many people wanted it and complained about it. They're just like just gonna make something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what it get is it out there. Uh, Jonas says Halo ODST two that plays like the original trilogy. Um, to me, this is a, a half yes, half no. ODST 2, not going to fucking happen. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. A Halo game that plays like the original ones, I can see them doing that. They need to do something different mm -hmm. with Halo. And to me, that either means a battle royale or <laughs> let's go back to what people love. Halo renewal or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be a, I could see that working. I agree ODST is is odious uh, in the... Yeah. In the, I mean, it's not. It's not a bad game at all. But Great it's, game. It's got a doesn't have the best reputation it's, you don't sell the franchise on that absolutely uh, so. I mean, master chief is halo the game without master chief <laughs> you don't make a sequel to <laughs> yeah but return to you know re return to the glory of halo type uh marketing campaign could work around something where you, yeah i see that working shulgren says mass effect trilogy remastered by bluepoint mm. they did say they're working on something they did say that yeah what was the one i had i picked one we were talking about this, and I Last called week. it out, and we all got excited that I thought that was it. But maybe it was just dreaming or whatever. 
I just feel like they're so going to be anthem, 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 anthem that they don't want you thinking about Mass Effect at all. Number one, how great it was. Number two, how Andromeda underperformed. Mm. I just feel like they don't want to muddy those waters. They want to keep everybody focused on this thing. Yeah. I can see a Mass Effect trilogy, but I, it wouldn't be Blue Point if they were doing it. Robo Plato says Crackdown Shadow released on Game Pass. So the day of. Yeah. And it's available now. Uh, no way. Now, here's the thing. Lay it on me. Sorry I would always me. say, I, and the available now, I think only works for smaller indie downloadable titles because otherwise you need the big marketing push and like yeah, the yeah. day one sales matter so much. But with Game Pass, mm-hmm. does that change? Maybe. You know, like, especially with Crackdown, that is there any chance that game actually being good? Well, I, I think about uh, I think about what you got when they remember Steam being launched al- alongside Half Life Two, and the Steam was this crappy thing you had to had to download, had to install if you wanted to play this game you'd been waiting forever to play, and so it was just sort of Trojan horsed in, and that's how it became so pervasive. Uh, because when it did start working, it was amazing. Maybe you try that in reverse uh, for this. You take you take a service that you're trying to get off the ground and you just give something high profile away with it. So are you saying that Crackdown's only available through Game Pass? That that would be what I'd go for. In this I mean, situation. that would be insane for yeah. what you're talking about. Give it, it away. Yeah. People in there. Yeah. You uh, you want to get in there? You want to play Crackdown? It's on Game Pass right now, and you can play it for free with Game Pass. There's and that's the, the only way to play it. I don't think they would do that. There's a chance they'd be like Crackdown available now on Game Pass. It'll be available to buy. Those are honks outside. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. But people are also <laughs> honking at you. The guy that's super late. Just fucking going. Uh, maybe like a month later or whatever. Like give a release date for the actual for anyone else to buy it. Because that still incentivizes people to try Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think if you're going to do a move like that, you go all in. I definitely don't think. I mean, I don't, I don't think any of the things we're saying would happen. I don't yeah. think they're going to say it's available now for Crackdown. I think they do need to drum up. Hey, we've talked about this forever and now it's finally fucking happening. Here's why it's awesome. Let's get it. It's so hard to do a, hey, this is available right now during E3 and not get overshadowed by Spider-Man and this and every other amazing thing that's getting announced at E3. Mm-hmm. Like that's, a, that's an uphill battle. And there's part of it that gets exciting of like, hey, it, you know, we're talking about these games that are coming out at the end of this year or next year maybe. So it's always fun to be like, well, now something here you can actually play. And I've said that. And I've, I've, I've stumped for that in the past. I've just never seen it really blow anybody work out and be honest. what true, about yeah. available next week that's you know that's better like what if, it, what if it is something yeah like available after e3 so that it, there isn't this like but it's the same thing of like I, and i mean i know we're in a different era but you still have to deal with the fact of ign and GameSpot and everybody else is at e3 heads down on e3 which means nobody gets to play a well, game unless you say it's not good and sure, it's that's, on true. The, that's it, a true point it's on the floor right now and you can download it friday i mean there's there's your split the difference because then the press but can play it on the floor it's, and it's, it's all about is, reviewing is crackdown though. digital uh, only are they are they doing no, no. and then copies? that's my thing is like there's there's no way it'll be game pass only because like they're not going to do oh well, yeah I, I, I think it's and, unlikely that that's how they do i think it's likely to just sell us crackdown and sell us game pass but if you were going to connect the two i think you go ahead and just push it out the door with it i think it'd be really smart and it depending on how much they double down on game pass Games Pass. Whatever I could see a demo, is. and they could like gate demo that way. It's like, oh, a demo's on Game Pass, and you can do that. Mm. Like that would be an interesting. Like demo I think you have to get you have to get Game Pass really popular at that point. Because right now, I'd be how, like, Fuck how else you. would they get popular without doing stuff like this? Well, I, I think putting a full game on it would yeah. be more popular. The demo to me, that's just more just Xbox Live. Like that's not Games Pass. Is, should not be for demos. Games yeah. Pass should be for 
You buy oh, the yeah. Zone of the Enders remake we go. on Xbox, and it comes with a demo of Games Pass. I'm into there that. We are. How about Super that? Super into All that. Right. Excellent. Oh, sorry. You don't need Xbox Live to get Game Pass anymore, right? They separated them? You can just be a Game Pass member? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like the store where you can still mm-hmm. buy stuff even if you don't have Xbox Live. I'll, g- I'll give you a prediction right now. Go for it. Is that at the Xbox conference, they'll announce that everybody here gets Game Pass for a year or whatever. Mm. Maybe not a year, but the, six months. You're remember all when they gave everyone Xbox. I do remember that too. 360s? Yeah. Were you in the room? Yeah. No, but I had RSVP'd, so it came. I think I, I, I think I think I think Pear took it or whatever. Uh, Angie two two says the Last of Us Part Two has a 2018 release date. That's this uh, year. Yeah. No, fuck off. Yeah, not a chance. No, let's fuck off. Yeah, 2019. Kirby Fox says Banjo Kazooie in Smash, Rare Replay Ooh. getting ported to Switch, but not by Rare. Okay, so I want that to happen so I can beat the crap out of that stupid bear and that stupid bird every day for the rest of my life. I'd be fine by me. I just put it on two-player mode and have him stand there so I can beat him with a stick. Uh-huh. Just have Mario pummel him down over and over, just as he pummeled him on the N64 mm-hmm. with the superior Mario 64 over the inferior, overrated Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Fucking, we went into a wrestling promo in the middle of that. That's right. Uh, but Banjo-Kazooie and Smash as Fucking awesome as that would be. I, I don't know that that's really possible, but there's a series of questions here. And I'm going to read a, a couple of them together. And we Tim, can do talk me a favor. This. Read those questions. I'm going to do that. Thanks, Greg. Uh, the Wicked Soul says, Nintendo cross Xbox on something. GoldenEye with crossplay or Banjo and Smash. And uh, there's a couple other questions. I don't know where they're at. But the, the idea is that somehow Microsoft, Nintendo are going to collaborate. Phil Spencer in a Nintendo Direct announcing a character in Smash. Fucking Halo or uh, Master Chief. And- uh, the Master Chief, but I think more likely something like Banjo or something that's like owned by Rare, but, but has, has heritage lineage. and lineage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it could be something like Master Chief. What's in it for Nintendo? Smash. Headlines. Headlines and Smash, right? Like, Yeah, I guess I guess that's your... Can I have Banjo, but instead of... Wait, what? instead of the bird in the backpack, can I just have Pit in his backpack? No, like, beep, 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 <laughs> like spinning the blade. Yes, oh, yeah. this gives me fucking PTSD. Uh, just get Nick. rid of Crash and just do. Uh, sorry, get rid of uh, Banjo and do Crash. That See, would be a lot I'm, I'm definitely in for the Crash. Uh, but the Golden Knight thing—that's I would love that if there was crossplay between Xbox and, and okay. Switch for I a fucking Golden Knight uh-huh. remaster or something. <laughs> but I feel like the Golden Knight stuff's more licensing with James Bond than it is with Rare. And the Switch is a very capable machine for for what it's targeted toward, but do you think that Xbox is willing to equate their hardware to Switch hardware by downporting the technical capabilities to some of their games to be compatible and competitive? Because if you're doing anything like GoldenEye... Oh, it's a cop here. It, it's a cop here. Yeah, it's a cop here. Uh, if you're doing anything on Xbox with GoldenEye, it can't run smoother, look better on Xbox than it does on Switch, or you might create a competitive disadvantage for people playing on Switch. So I think that's another consideration to, to look at there. I'm not sure that works. But maybe even if, okay, let's take crossplay out of it. What if there was just a collaboration where they then allowed possibly. GoldenEye to be on Switch? Possibly, yeah. Or yeah. or Rare, Rare Replay. A Rare Replay would be amazing on Switch. It would be perfect for it. Because with, <coughs> with things console. like Minecraft, that's... You can keep coughing about your virtual console forever. You're not getting it anytime yeah. soon. One can dream. I dream. I'm with you. Yeah. I want some VC. I think the Microsoft Nintendo thing is very interesting. I don't know what it would look like, but I do think that there is a, a potential for it because Phil Spencer's like, oh, we want to start some shit. 
mm -hmm. know, with Games Pass and all that stuff, they want to do something different. And I feel like with the success of the Switch, they'd be smart to work together. Because mm -hmm. Sony's fucking dominating otherwise. Yeah. Brailler says, bunch of bullshit that I don't like. Damn. Final Fantasy VII remake gets canceled. Resident Evil 2 remake gets canceled. <laughs> And uh, Nintendo doesn't announce any other games for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Nintendo will announce games for 2018. Yeah. That we haven't heard about yet. Final Fantasy VII Remake getting canceled. I wouldn't be totally surprised. <laughs> they wouldn't do it at E3. I know. Hey, they come no. out like, hey, we know you're all real excited about Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. We're here to tell you we're not doing it anymore. And no. until, until we see something from Resident Evil 2 Remake, I don't believe it exists. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I don't think they cancel. Even if it's in real trouble, they just Kingdom Hearts it. And they, they, they have lots of reason at this point. After Final Fantasy XIII, after Final Fantasy XV and the weird road that led to that, and after Kingdom Hearts, they have learned that their audience will tolerate very, very, very long delays in and Promise still Kids. Sell and still well. sell. So I don't see any reason for them to cancel seven unless they're short on cash. Um, and I don't think they are. So I'm not too worried about that for them. What about Resident Evil 2? I, God knows where Resident Evil 2 is. There's a part of me that thinks it'll suddenly just emerge on the floor as the, as the surprise breakout. All right. You know, the, if it, they were going to do anything to surprise us this, this winter, early spring, that, that would be a thing to do. Yeah. So I, I think in some form or fashion, it will exist. Do you think we'll see it at E3? Do you think it'll be at Sony's conference? No, but I think that'd be a great surprise. I want to see it at E3. Um, not sure if it's in the shape. Now, you, you they, they also asked about Nintendo and new games. Pocket Monsters? Mm -hmm. What do you think? The thing is, traditionally, Pokemon hasn't been announced at E3. Mm -hmm. The Switch hasn't been traditional. No. It hasn't. Anything can change with this. Like, I, I do, there's all the rumors of this, the Nintendo's E3 booth. Last year was New Donk City from Odyssey. The year before that, it was Breath of the Wild, Hyrule themed. Uh, the rumors now are that half of it's Smash Bros, half of it's Pokemon. Mm -hmm. That fucking makes me very happy. I think it's going to be a great time. Does that mean Pokemon is this year or next year? I don't know. They just did their financial report today as we recorded this, and they're still sticking to the 2018 or later. Can you imagine? Pokemon. Can you imagine to walking into that? They always do such a beautiful booth. But walking in on one side, there's that Smash logo. And on the other side, there's a Pokeball. They're exactly the same size facing each other across the room. And you're just hey, like, man. well, I'm standing in, in heaven right now. This is where <laughs> I want to be. That is definitely Tim Getty's heaven. <laughs> Let's fucking go, boys. I, 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 yeah. I think they're going to announce a bunch of other games, though, yeah. for 2018. What do you think they'll announce? Uh, I mean, we already know Yoshi's coming this year. We know Fire Emblem's coming this year. We haven't heard about that since uh, last year mm -hmm. at the Nintendo presentation. Like, Or after that, the Fire Emblem... Direct. They're like, 2018, we'll see a Switch mm -hmm. version of Fire Emblem, a proper one. Um, and I'm surprised we haven't heard about that yet. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think that we'll see Rare's game. Mm -hmm. I think that we will get a couple just surprises we haven't heard about yet mm -hmm. at all. Will um, we see Metroid this year? No. Okay. What about well, a trailer? Well, sorry. Will we see it this year? Yeah. At E3? We see a trailer? I think there's a chance. I think it's 50 50. We will not see Metroid Prime. The game fully out in 2018. No, I, I was thinking a, a trailer like Oscar was asking. Mm. Animal Crossing, though, was the other. The thing is, between Smash, Pokemon, and Animal Crossing, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way they do all three this year. 
But last year I would have been like, there's no way they're doing Mario and Zelda in the same year. Well, they, they can did. they can show Pokemon and not release it till 19 if they want to. But they can't. Yeah, they can't. What like, if it's what Pokemon? If it's, it's it's they're gonna want to hit that November. Let's fucking sell as many copies of this as we possibly can, or they'll be like, fuck it, it's Pokemon. We can put it out in March and it's still fine. Mm-hmm. They've done that before and they've succeeded. So what if they go with like the you know that? But before you go, and it's like a, a one bl- more thing, a blades will bleed moment where it's just a thirty second Pokemon trailer and there's no date, no context coming. You know, the, the problem with Pokemon on Switch right now is we don't know what it's going to be. We don't know if it's going to be a proper Gen 8 that's a whole brand new thing. We don't know if it's going to be a Kanto Johto remake, like Red and Blue 2. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be another, like Pokemon Stars, like it's been rumored, of like right. a Sun and Moon third version. Mm-hmm. I think that's the least likely. Um, or it could be a remake of Diamond and Pearl because mm-hmm. we're due for that. I don't know. And I think that a 30 second teaser would only work if it was Kanto remake or. Uh, Gen 8 otherwise yeah. Gen 8 would be, be if, if it's a Diamond and Pearl remake or uh, the Pokemon Stars thing and we just get a trailer that might come in 2019 people are going to be pissed mm-hmm. do you think the Pokemon will continue to do like the two versions and that's another question I'm sure Nintendo's like fuck yeah like this is going to be the first time that these games are like full priced games mm-hmm. will people buy two of them probably that's what helps Pokemon sell is people buy two copies of the game consistently hmm yeah. What about in digital distribution? Uh, what if they sit there and you like you buy one full price and the other's half price, but Nintendo's only if you stupid. buy one of them? Like, the you, bundle, you, like buy two get, or yeah. buy one get one fifty percent off. Yeah, like <laughs> but only if you buy them both. Yeah. yeah, that's really smart. Yeah, just have a digital bundle there. Yeah, they've done that physically before. Uh, with I guess it was last time with uh, Sun and Moon and with X and Y, right? Did, they did something like this for Fire Emblem, where if you bought Awakening, you can get the other one kind of as DLC. It wasn't Awakening. It was the other one after that. Uh, Birthright, um, Conquest, yeah, and yeah, Revelations. Yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. yeah. But th- that was a cool idea. I would, yep. I would rather them do that than have to buy uh, two different copies. All right, let's get a couple more out here. Chip! Garrett to you says, Skyrim Remastered. Remastered, <laughs> because why not? <laughs> we will see it one day. Not uh, yet. Not yet. <laughs> this is remastered, remastered. That's beautiful. I like that. Brailler says, "Shadows Die Twice" was always going to be Bloodborne too. I don't have a clue. I could see it. I could. Yeah, I could believe it. You know what I mean? When they revealed it and started talking about it, you're like, "All right, yeah, that would make sense," but. I'm still thinking Tenchu. Yeah. And that's just because I like hype and I like fucking revivals. I want a Tenchu game so bad. That, that, and, and it is time. I am not even a stealth game guy, but a freaking great, well paced, good story, innovative, screw with the world, ninja screw. stealth action game with a freaking grappling hook. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with that. We need some, so the Metal Gear. I mean, the, the world's wide open right now. Where's the Metal Gear game? Somebody yeah. can fill that void. There's Splinter Cell. A, huh? Splinter Cell. Mm. Siphon filter. We will see Splinter Cell this year. Yeah? At Ubisoft. Undeniably. Will we for see me, Aisha Tyler? I'm not sure. That's not for sure. Okay. I think Splinter Cell's more likely. More confirmed than Aisha, than Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. You don't think Aisha this year? I'm, I'm not saying that. I said maybe. But I know that Splinter Cell will be there. I liked her conference last year. It's, She's I mean, great, man. Was, no, no. Last year was without Aisha Tyler. And last year was great. Yeah. A little long, but great. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we're gonna do four more here. Four and more, I feel everybody. Like all four of these are good. Are they all related to steep? 
How many times is that you should uh, tell nope, her? None of them are. None, actually. <laughs> Halo 6 has Halo's gameplay drastically calmed down to be more akin to Halo 3, faces criticism of looking too simple. I think there's a 50% likelihood of that. We will see Halo at this E3. You think you're going to see Halo at this I E3? I think we're seeing Halo at, my, at Microsoft. What that means, I don't know. Is it Halo 6? Is it Halo Battle Royale? Is it some it's something not, like this? There's not going to be a Halo Battle Royale. You can just stop saying that. I don't think so. Dude, I, that would be wildly successful. I the think gameplay of Halo is so tight. People would fucking love that. The online community is huge. Multiplayer community is huge. Their horde mode has always been super successful. Like, they've taken things that have worked and put it into their game. But games. are you saying the game is, not, for lack of a better title, Halo Battle Royale, and that's all it is? I think that as a stall to six, potentially, uh, and especially with Games Pass and all this, I can see it happening. I don't I think worry. they would do that to their PUBG Yeah, that's their thing. Yeah. Like, they got PUBG, right? Yeah, Halo, man. They need. They want to do something with that. I, I worry about them diluting the brand there. I, I understand I, I'm maybe the wrong audience here, but I, I think there's some consensus that Halo 5 is not what it could have been. Uh, I, I certainly didn't think it was great. And I think that they are in right now. This is kind of their last swing. It, it depends on what they've decided to do with the Xbox internally. If they're just trying to gear up for next gen at this point, if they're just like, you know what, we've lost the battle, then maybe you hold Halo in your hip pocket as your launch title. Uh, if you're going to do it, if they have not given up on this gen, then I, I think if a Halo, a real Halo 6 is shown at this E3, that says a lot about what Microsoft's plans are. Totally. Uh, I agree but, with that. But yeah, hold it in your pocket. Why use your greatest asset uh, if you're... Because it's slowly turned into just another asset. And I think that's the big problem that they have. And, I, and to, to that end, I think that at the very least, and this is not the best scenario, but at the very least, Master Chief Collection Xbox One X update that they've been talking about and teasing and giving updates for mm -hmm. will be focused on and will be that game will essentially be relaunched. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I can see a battle royale mode working for Halo attached to something else, even even as a Halo Five add on. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you want to dilute the brand by releasing it as an standalone. Here it is. Yeah. We'll see. We will see Tim. Poke Lane says PlayStation Now overhaul to better compete with Xbox Game Pass. Standard services cost $10 a month and give users access to downloadable PS2 classics and PS4 games on PS4. Premium service, $20 for one month. He's getting a lot of detail. Here. <laughs> uh, games played I, yes, via PlayStation Yes, I do Now. think you'll see them come out and try to make a bigger deal of PlayStation Plus. You think? Yeah. At E3? PlayStation yeah. Now, he said. Oh, my part. My apologies. I'm, I'm at PlayStation Now. Yeah, I do. I think the fact that Xbox, like, you know, what's everybody complain about with uh, PS Now? Latency, right? Mm -hmm. just a little, even though it's gotten way better, but they still complain about it. And the fact that Xbox lets you download and do all the stuff at Games Pass, like, I imagine, I'd hope they're working on that. They have worked that kink out. They're ready to come in and say that, do that. I think they, either it's got to, this is, I feel like, the make or break here, where you come out and you actually establish that, yeah, this is this is a thing. This is a thing we have been doing. Because they've been adding games to it, right? Like, I do it on Kind of Funny Games Daily where I say, oh, hey, they're adding this these games to PlayStation Now this month and blah, blah, blah. They're putting a lot of stuff in there, and I feel like in the same way I've talked so much about Xbox laying this foundation to build on and be like, we're all about the gamers. I feel like PS Now is in the similar boat of like, oh, we've been putting a lot of stuff in there, but there's just a few quality of life fixes I think they need to do to come out and make it make a big deal. I like your point, but I'm going to counter with this. Lay it on me. You're talking about latency. Instead, they actually double down on latency. They pa partner with Level 5, and they release Professor Latency. I hate a you. brand new I franchise. I fucking hate to, you sometimes. To, okay. 
Kali Zora says Nintendo will announce a bunch of Zelda ports for Switch, namely Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword. Everyone will be excited until it's revealed they're obviously being sold separately and at full price. I can see this happening, and yeah, they are totally being sold separately. They will not be a collection. Skyward Sword would be hard to port a little bit. It would, but I can see them putting the time in. So Wind Waker mm -hmm. and uh, Twilight Princess. Yeah, those are easy. Those yeah. are already on Wii U and Uprez and all that stuff. They'll eventually make it to the Switch, I think. I would buy just another Wind Waker, so yeah, do it. <laughs> Again? Do it, yeah. <laughs> if they sell me a version of Twilight Princess with the first five hours cut out, that would be amazing. It would be. It would be. <laughs> they would do that, though. It's uh, like a skip uh, intro of time. Oh. If they're gonna do uh, another remake of it, like there was one on 3DS already, but if they if they did another one, it would be this year because it's the 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. But so do you think maybe we just get the one, just Ocarina of Time? Yeah, I I think there's a chance we get an Ocarina of Time remake remaster. Like I don't know all those fucking words, whatever the hell. Nintendo's breaking a lot of rules right now, but but I don't see them breaking one of their most valuable IP rules. Nintendo very, very, very rarely bundles. Almost never. Mm. Um, I mean, other than Super Mario All-Stars, can you think of another instance where Nintendo bundled? The Zelda collection. That was a pre-order bonus for Wind Waker. There was that. That's true. That's, That's a very good point. And then you got that. Oh, man, now I'm thinking about Ur Zelda. Um, remember the Master Quest? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Freaking... Never heard it referred to. Oh, I'd, sorry. I'd being... <laughs> that guy right now <laughs> i didn't mean to final thing comes from ethan rad fallout new orleans probably not by obsidian though maybe in-house by a branch in bethesda can we just have alpha protocol too We're talking obsidian i'd like to believe it i feel like that uh there's so many rumors and leaks usually leading up to a fallout that we haven't seen enough for this yeah week. we haven't seen enough people being like hey why are these developers in new orleans doing all this stuff it'd be cool i could go for more fallout but i don't know i just yeah. don't know it doesn't see, sound like what would happen but again but that's doing another conference what do they have this year yeah. last year it was easier for us to sit there and be like wolfenstein 2 evil within 2 this that you know I mean? like we had we could pick what we knew thought they'd be doing not what we knew what we thought fallout 4 was fifth 14 or 15? 15? It was 15. 15. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know if they could have it done because they'd want to release it quickly afterward. But I, I mean, I, you figure it's going to be like, it would be like New Vegas, right? Where they get, they take the engine and give it to an, another, another developer. Team. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. If they did that and it was, it was, it, yeah. I mean, I want it's it. It's possible. Yeah. How, yeah. how far away do you guys think the next Elder Scrolls game is? I mean, that's a big question. I, I don't think it's going to be this year. There's that Starfield game that keeps being talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah, last year, the rumors of why they had, they were looking up at the stars and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I figure that, that it's either 18 and 20 for what they're going to do or 19 and 20. Um, yeah, I just, like, a, a Fallout, a, a new Fallout, I feel like, would have to be sufficiently far away from yeah. another Elder Scrolls. True. Not only that, but I'm not sure, and this I'm, I'm not sure you want to release either Fallout or Elder Scrolls in fourth quarter. Uh, end of 2018 alongside Red Dead. I just sure. don't think you want to do it. Sure. Mm. You could show no it at E3 and release. You could release <laughs> well, the, especially because of the similarity of, of the, the comparisons they would draw. Maybe early 2019 would be different, yeah. but I, I'm not sure you want to release that alongside uh, another Cyberpunk AAA mm. overworld game. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Oscar, thank you so much for joining us. Do you thank have you any? Guys. Where can people follow you? Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Well, you, I guess you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at OMS1005. Um, 
I, I talk about Kanye and video <laughs> games, so. <laughs> if you're a fan of either of those things. Brand. That's yeah. on brand for our audience. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. You're having a week on Twitter, aren't you? <laughs> it's like I'm dying a little bit every day. Every <laughs> single fucking day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this. Let us know in the comments below if you think that any of these things are likely to happen and what you're excited for. Until next time, I love you.